I really was encouraged by looking at the life of Jesus and how he he lived his life. I mean, he was born as a baby in the tiny town of Bethlehem, and he never traveled outside a hundred mile radius. And he washed feet, he shared meals, he went to weddings and funerals, he prayed with people, he held children, he um, went and had one cup of water with one woman beside a well, and that was enough. And so if nothing is too insignificant for the Savior of the world, nothing is too insignificant for us. Welcome to More Than Small Talk. We're Susie Eller, Jennifer Watson, and Holly Gerth, writers and real-life friends. We're inviting you to go deeper, become freer, and feel more connected. So imagine you have a cup of coffee, a mug of tea, or a green smoothie in your hand, and we're all hanging out in your favorite place together. Hey, More Than Small Talk friends, we have a treat for you this week. We're continuing our New Year series that we have been doing. And this week, we are talking about New Year, New Perspective with our guest, Rachel Adams. And Rachel is an author and fellow podcaster. Hers is called The Love Offering. All three of us have been guests on it. So you can go over there and check it out. But she also has a new book releasing called A Little Goes a Long Way. That is 52 Devotions. It's beautiful. I wish you could see the cover of it. It's such a pretty book. Such a pretty book. And so congratulations on that, Rachel. And we were just talking about how we think January is probably the highest pressure month of the year. Like every time we go on social media, we're getting all these messages about do more, be more, try harder, make this the year that fill in the blank and everything's about big. So I think for our listeners, if you're struggling with that, then Rachel's conversation and her lovely book are going to be exactly what you need in 2023. Yeah. So Rachel, when you wrote this book, because I love the tagline, 52 Days to a Significant Life, was this based out of your own search for a significant life? Yes, it it absolutely was. You know, I'm a small town Kentucky girl. I'm married. My husband and I have been together for 20 years and we have two uh, children, both middle school aged. And, you know, I I look at my days and how my days are made up and really they're very mundane and ordinary. And I think if everybody was to kind of list out the tasks that they do on a daily basis, you know, we're just tempted to think, okay, God, did any of this matter today? Mm-hmm. But yet we want our lives to matter. We want it to count. And and to your point, Holly, just a moment ago, we look at everybody else and it seems like bigger is better in our culture today. And so we can look at our lives in comparison and think that, that our life isn't nearly as significant as everybody else. And so it was kind of this wrestling and this tension that I had with the Lord. And so I, I went to his word and it's like, okay, God, what does scripture say about this, about my my significance and my value and what I'm doing and so what I what I realized and what I hope that people hear today and through the devotional is that a significant life is actually much simpler and smaller than we think. Yes, God works in those big, miraculous, mighty ways, but he also works in small ways, too. And so I don't want us to discount those little ways he works as well. Yeah, that's really great. Well, I love the topics that are in here. A little goes a long way. A little goes a long way in love. Like, how does that work? You know, the greatest command, as we know, is to love the Lord God with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength and to love our neighbor as ourself. And 
sharing God's love. I mean, that's the whole topic of my love offering podcast. We've been given his love. We have that, um, that he gives us so freely and so generously and unconditionally. And so how do we go and practically live that out? And that's something we can all do. That's something that is free. Um, And because he's so freely given it to us, we can extend that to everybody around us. And so it really is just a prayer um, that we can pray to the Lord every single day, Lord, who is in front of me? What maybe burden are they carrying? How can I, how can I encourage them and lift them up and share God's love with them in whatever way that may be in whatever way they need? Yeah. So what do you think is the most life-changing truth that you discovered through this process? So a woman's listening and she's telling herself the lie. My life is small. My life is insignificant. What do you feel like is the truth that her heart most needs to hear today? Yeah, I I would say I'm there and it's something I still struggle with. This is something I still battle on a a daily basis. And but the the theme verse really that I land on is out of Ephesians 2.10, that we are God's workmanship. And I think we have to start there. That we are some versions, biblical versions say that we're his masterpiece or his poem. So we have this inherent significance because we are created in God's image. And as believers, we have his Holy Spirit residing in us and working through us. And, you know, you go back from to the very beginning in Genesis, when God created Adam and Eve, when he created mankind, he looked upon his creation and he said it was very good. And that was before they had done anything. And then you fast forward into the New Testament and the same is true of Jesus. He hadn't necessarily accomplished anything in his earthly ministry just yet. But when he was being baptized, God, the father looked down upon his son. And he said, this is my son with whom I'm pleased. And so apart from anything that we do, we have inherent significance. We're fearfully and wonderfully made, and we have to start there. And mm-hmm. But the rest of that Ephesians 2.10 verse says that we're his workmanship, but we're created to do good works. And so mm-hmm. there is, you have to start with that foundation of, okay, I have value and significance apart from what I do, but yet there is still lots for me to do mm-hmm. here today because <laughs> I'm here, I'm, I'm living and there's, there's we can partner with God. And that's so exciting to, to watch how he can work through our lives while we're here on earth. Yeah. I think that that's such a familiar thing too. What you're talking about is still struggling with like wondering if what you do today matters. You know, when I was a stay at home mom, I thought, oh my goodness, if, am I doing anything of value? And of course I knew that I was, but then when I was like, you know, working outside of the home, I still was like, was today significant or was I just checking off all the boxes? So why do you think that we wrestle so much with wondering if we're doing enough? I think it goes back to culture. Culture is lying to us that we have to just go big or go home. And um, and it's and I think social media plays a big role in this. The online space plays a big role in this. And we're constantly just being inundated with images and like wanting just to be perfect. And as we know, we can't be perfect. Um, God and Jesus, he's the only one that was perfect. And so there is this like longing for that, mm-hmm. I think in many ways, and there's nothing wrong with trying to better yourself and, and do a little bit each day to kind of improve. And, and, and there's certainly value in that, but I, I really think it's a ploy of the enemy to continue to mm-hmm. defeat us and distract us from what we have right now. And that contentment of where God has us and how he's using us, because if he can discourage and defeat us, then we quit and we do nothing at all. And of course, that's what he would want to do. And there's so much at stake. We do have, there are people that are lost. There are lost souls that need people that need to be encouraged. And so we do have so much that God has for us to do each and every single day that really does matter for eternity. 
Yeah. But what I love, you said, contrary to how we may feel, every little thing you do can go a long way in God's hands. And Mm -hmm. I think that takes the pressure off because we do think that it has to be something big. I, I think about growing up when I first became a believer that there were people who just um, opened their homes on Friday nights to teenagers and we were messy and wild and all the things, but they may have looked at that and said, well, that was not a big deal. My word. It was huge mm-hmm. to me. It was huge to me. So um, again, how do we shift our, our perspective from it has to be big to understanding little goes a long way in God's hands. I really was encouraged by looking at the life of Jesus and how he, he lived his life. And he was mm-hmm. born as a baby in the tiny town of Bethlehem. And he never traveled outside a hundred mile radius. And he walked everywhere he went and he washed feet. He shared meals. He went to mm-hmm. weddings and funerals. He prayed with people. He held children. He um, went and had one cup of water with one woman beside a well. And that's how he wanted to spend his day that day. And that was enough. And so if nothing is too insignificant for the savior of the world, nothing is too insignificant for us. We can do those exact same things, right? We can, we can share meals. We can attend weddings and funerals. Um, We can pray with people. We can hold children. We can wash feet or hair or whatever, (laughs) wash clothes, wash dishes, whatever we may be doing. There is value in all of that. That's how Jesus spent his time. And so mm. that's okay for us to spend our time doing those things as well. Awesome. Good. And one thing I love about your book is that it's truth, but it's also action. So each Devo has a little task that you invite people to do. And so can you give us some examples of some of your favorites out of those little things? So we know here's the truth I need, but also here's some little ways I can live it out. Yeah, I- And again, especially this new year, as you all pointed out, there's a lot on our to-do list. So, you know, we've got big goals and big dreams and that's, that's great. And so by no means do I want to give us more to do, but I just want us to, to value the little we're already doing and to kind of just shift our perspective as we've kind of been talking about to, to see how God is using what we're already doing. And so some examples of that would be maybe a little invitation So maybe you invite somebody to come to coffee with you or come over to your house, like you mentioned, Susie, um, to share Mm -hmm. a meal with you and maybe invite them to read a book with you or attend church or a movie. Uh, You know, people are very lonely and people are looking for companionship. And so what does it look like even just to to make people feel like they belong? And, you know, there's a, a friend of mine, she was traveling in a big city and she was walking along the street and she saw a homeless man. And she looked at him in the eyes and and said, um, the homeless man looked back at her and said, do you see me? And she said, of course I see you. And he said, nobody ever sees me. And it was such, and it still gives me, gets me emotional, even as I'm recounting the story right now, because I think something as simple as a look, you know, taking our eyes off of our phones, taking our eyes off of um, maybe our books, wherever we're, you know, and, and just looking at people, giving a smile, saying hello, starting a conversation. Those things are so simple and don't take much time. And that's something we can all do uh, today. It doesn't take much. Yeah. Rachel, I remember being at a at a conference and I was one of the presenters there and I was walking down the hall. All the women were sitting in the hallway eating meals and as I went by, I touched a woman's foot as I went by. It was, she was perched and I said, I see you. And I kept going. 
And later she came to me and she said, I literally was about to leave that conference because I felt so overwhelmed. I was taking a step of faith. I felt like it was all the people who knew what they were doing. And I was just this wannabe there. And she said, I had literally just asked God, you know, Lord, I feel so unseen. And you touched my shoe and said, I see you and kept going. And she said, it was the most profound moment because God saw me. He, sh- he, he let me know that I was seen. And, and it's amazing to me because that was such a teeny tiny thing that was, might even seem silly, but in God's hands, he used it in a profound way. So I think sometimes we think that we're not doing anything. And yet, as we're listening to God and we're following him and we're trying to love people, he can take a little teeny tiny thing and make it big. I know that's been true in my own life. I've I've never received an encouraging word or text or prayer or letter that I didn't appreciate or that I didn't kind of need at that moment. It's like, how did that person know that I needed to hear that right now? And it's so true. It's like, so just let's be obedient to when God is prompting your heart. Like if he's laid somebody on your heart or he kind of instigates and says like, let's just be obedient. Let's be willing to be interrupted. We don't know what that person in front of us needs and how they need to be encouraged and how that can change the trajectory of their life too. Yeah. So good. I love that. Um, It just really shows the value of just paying attention, right? It's so simple to just pay attention to the people around us and love the one in front of us. So I love that it's just those reminders that what we do really does matter and it makes a big difference. So thank you for that. Was there a story in scripture that you came across while you were writing this that you discovered something that surprised you or that you hadn't thought about before? You know, what what stood out to you as you were looking at scripture through this particular lens? I think, you know, I, I joke that I wrote 52 devotions and I think I could have written 365. <laughs> you know how God does that um, when he He sh- kind of highlights things in his word for you. And so I saw this theme of of small throughout it. And I think that maybe that surprises me the most is it surprises me in some ways and doesn't in others that he's always chosen ordinary people um, with doing ordinary things. And so that just encourages me so much to know and believe that like he, he can use me too. He can use all of us. And he, the fact that he wants to use all of us. Yeah. And so I think I, I lean towards um, maybe the women and maybe because I am a woman, but I think about the, the widow with the two coins. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, there were all these people giving these really big amounts yeah. of money at the temple that day. And the, the the woman that he really appreciated was the woman that gave the smallest amount, but it was mm-hmm. all that she had. And I think that the, the thing about it is, is it's just a matter of her heart, you know, and just this posture of, okay, God, I, I want to please you. I want to serve you. Um, and so I'm just going to give what I have in in this moment. And, and I think that God sees that and he appreciates it. Um, and that's so encouraging for me today to look at her life and, and to believe the same is true for, for me and for you. Yeah, I think this would be a wonderful gift. I mean, I think that it's something that we would want our, for ourselves. But I also think that this could be an amazing gift to, to put in the hands of a new mama or somebody whose children has just left the nest or you know, you're in that transitional season where you're asking yourself, God, what now? I think this could be an amazing gift 
for them. So here's some of the topics. A little goes a long way in your yes. A little goes a long way in inclusion, gratitude, sacrifice, forgiveness. So many places where I feel like that we're going to be really blessed and encouraged by your words, Rachel. How can they find out more about this book and more about you? Well, the book is available anywhere online. Books are sold. And my website is rachelkadams.com. And my social media is at Rachel Adams Author. I'm on Facebook and Instagram. And uh, I believe every conversation and every encounter and interaction matters. And so, of course, I would love to connect with anybody listening. Yeah. You guys have any more questions? Any thoughts? Yeah. Just thanks for being with yeah. us, Rachel. And I was thinking too, this would be a really fun book to do with someone else. I think so. To ask like a friend or your daughter or your mom or your sister or even your group at church to say, hey, let's go through this together. And it's 52. So you could do like one a week or you could mm-hmm. do it in a condensed version. But those little tasks, it would be fun to to do those and then report back, like say was, what is the one small thing you did today? Or so that was another thought I wanted to share. Just yeah. get, get a copy for yourself, but also pick a, a little goes a long way, buddy, and get, get a copy for them too. Yeah. And, and I just want to let you know, in one of our previous episodes, I said the, the new thing I wanted in relationships this year was to open my table to more people because we've been in such a place of isolation and the one that I turned to today was um, a little more hospitality, which I, I don't think is an accident. And it says, whom do you feel God is leading you to host in your home? There you go. <laughs> How can you prepare and be present with that person? And I, I love that. So that is something for me to chew on, think on, act on, and do a little bit, which goes a long way. So thank you, Rachel. No, thank you all. And especially as we're going into this new year, I think we just need to be mindful that we won't always see the immediate results of all of this, but just continue to do little by little, be faithful in the small and trust that God will use it all. Awesome. And that's it for today's episode. Thanks for going deeper, becoming freer, and connecting with us. More Than Small Talk is a part of the KLRC Podcast Network and is produced by Kara Culver. Show notes and resources are available on the More Than Small Talk page on klrc.com. You can also join us in our Facebook group. Subscribe to More Than Small Talk on your favorite app so you won't ever miss an episode.